I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening in again. I hope you had a great week. Uh, We just wrapped up with VBS, and that was a lot of fun. And I am really tired, (laughs) and I'm having a really hard time forming thoughts. I also um, served in nursery this morning. I'm recording this Sunday. My eye is twitching. It's been a good week. I am very tired. So uh, I did want to talk about um, 1 Corinthians 9 and just where Paul talks about becoming all things to all people. I think a lot of times when we work with other people or around other people, whether they're in church or not, um, for me, it's um, constantly examining myself. Um, You know, whether it's like because you're insecure or you're prideful or, you know, whatever the case is, usually just being content and where we are and glorifying the Lord and focusing solely in his purpose. I mean, ideally that would be great, but I find myself like wrestling back and forth and trying to examine my heart when I am doing things like, why am I doing this? Um, and am I doing it because it's the right thing to do and because I want to glorify the Lord. Um, but while I'm doing this thing that I know glorifies the Lord, am I doing it purely for the Lord or am I, you know, doing it for other people am I doing it for myself really in turn anyways all these things maybe because I'm a woman I overanalyze things what about you do you do this <laughs> is it just me um, so let me go ahead and read these uh, verses it says first Corinthians 9 19 through 23 for though I be free from all men yet have I made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more and unto the Jews I become became as a Jew that I might gain the Jews to them that are under the law as under the law that I might gain them that are under the law to them that are without law as without law being not without law to God but under the law to Christ that I might gain them that are without law to the weak became I as weak that I might gain the weak I am made all things to all men that I might by all means save some and this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be partaker thereof with you so sometimes, man, Paul be talking and it's like, what are you saying? It's so complicated sounding. Um, but basically, you know, it sounds like he's saying, hey, I am a servant to everyone. I'm not living for myself. I'm living for Christ. And I'm living uh, to to be whatever I need to be to win others to Christ. And I think sometimes we get so comfortable in our preferences and who we are and our agendas and, you know, the, our schedules or just things that we're comfortable with. Um, people who annoy us, like whatever the case is, and we decide to make our own schedules kind of around that. And rarely do we seek every opportunity in every relationship to win others to Christ. Um, Or to even, if they're already right with the Lord, to continue to encourage them in their relationship with the Lord. And uh, a lot of relationships or just other humans, it becomes about us. So interactions um, I think even when we walk by somebody and we don't even acknowledge their existence because either it's uncomfortable or, uh, you know, we just don't feel like it. Um, I think it's important to see every person that God puts in our lives, whether we're walking by them or not, as somebody that God loves. And so I'm not saying like every person you stop and say, you know, do you know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? But, you know, just even, hey, how are you? It's good to see you. Like, just just be friendly, especially if you live in a town and you go to store time after time to develop those relationships, um, to be a light so that, you know, 
people can tell you're not selfish. <laughs> like you, you acknowledge them. Um, and I think it's, it's also really important that we are not um, surrounding ourselves with ideas or the way we act that would make somebody defensive against us when it has nothing to do with the Bible. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that can be politics. Sometimes that can just be opinions. I don't know how people are about sports. I mean, I don't really feel like there's people that will kill each other over it, though I think there is. But all I'm saying is be (laughs) all things to all men so that you might save some. And obviously it's the Lord that's going to work through you to save them. But you don't want to get in the way of the Lord's work. And so what I do, and this isn't always like the best thing to do, I guess. I don't know. What I do is if I meet somebody, my goal is to make sure they're just not defensive against me. Unless it's unless there's a truth that the, that God wants me to say, that specific. I mean, people get defensive about the truth. There's not anything that you can do about that. Um, but do I want to make them defensive about anything else that's got nothing to do with the Lord? No, it's just it's a waste of time. It's a distraction, and I don't want to get any side rails and do anything that is going to be um, taking their eyes off the main goal and. Um, prevent them to really see who Christ is or who Christ is within me because now we're busy, you know, talking about something dumb that's now making them divided about something. And now now they're not going to be receptive to anything that I have to say about the Lord. And so not only do I want to do that, but I also want them to feel comfortable and to feel loved. God calls me to love everybody, right? To love your neighbor as yourself, to love God with all you got. And, um, and so what does that mean exactly? You know, if you love God with everything you got and you love that person, then what you're going to do is put aside your preferences. You're going to put aside your agenda and even your schedule. Maybe you ran into the grocery store for like a second, like I'm going to run in, run out. And somebody stops and wants to talk to you. And they're just like, hey, how are you doing? This happens to me all the time, guys. (laughs) Probably you do, right? You're in the grocery store. You got some friendly people and they want to stop, especially, you know, older people. And sometimes you're like, I'm going to be here all day. You know, I don't really want to be here all day. And I also don't really want to talk to people I don't know. Thank you very much. However, if I'm going to be all things to all people, that means that I am the Lord's and I'm available to the Lord. And so if there's somebody in my path and they want to talk and they want to open up about their life, then I'm going to be there for that. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to listen to them and I'm going to talk to them about the Lord and I'm going to offer to pray for them. And I'm going to not you know, do anything that's going to make them uh, feel unloved or distracted. And again, the truth of God, that's a whole different thing. People feel unloved all the time. Anytime they hear about, you know, words from the Bible because of conviction or whatever the case is. So I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about um, just making sure that people know that I'm not too busy for you. I'm here, you know, you, you want to cry on my shoulder? I'm here. You want to talk about something? I'm here. You want to talk about how you hate red food dye? Okay. Uh, not to say I don't have opinions and stuff, you know, or you want to talk about like how you love vaccinations, whatever, you know. Um, I have opinions and things, but I don't want to get so hung up and stuff that now I'm divided against people. They're defensive against me. Their heart is hardened against me. And so now they're not receptive to anything that I might say about the Lord. And now I've distracted them in something that has no meaning to Christ. You know, he's like, why did you do that? <laughs> so I think it's important that we lay aside our agendas and our preferences and our rights, not to say, you know, you can't have an opinion and stuff, but just like, is it beneficial? Is it going to help that person 
really come to know the Lord and to love him? Or is it going to be used by the enemy in some way? And now we just gave the enemy some stupid tools to use. And we're like, man, why did I even do that? So I think that is something to think about. I like what Charles Spurgeon said about 1 Corinthians 9, those verses I read. Um, he said, have you and I lived to win souls at this noble rate? Are we possessed with the same all-absorbing desire? If not, why not? Jesus died for sinners. Cannot we live for them? Where is our tenderness? Where our love to Christ if we seek not his honor and the salvation of men? Oh, that the Lord would saturate us through and through with an undying zeal for the souls of men, end quote. So it's important really to see the purpose of our life. And our life is to uh, glorify the Lord, to know him, to love him, and to help other people to know him and love him and be right with him. And so anything else uh, is just a distraction. So we really have to analyze what we're doing and if we can really um, just be sacrificial to the Lord and to others in that way, to be a servant to them and a servant to the Lord. Now, on the flip side, as there is always a flip side, <laughs> because even the best things, um, if we're not careful, can become sin. So I think the dangers of really trying to be a servant to, to everybody um, and and really for the purpose of Christ is also maybe you might struggle with wanting to please people now and you want them to like you and then all of a sudden you're like a freaking golden retriever and so you're like I'll be whatever you want me to be I will fetch the toys I will do I will greet you when you come home I'm here all the time <laughs> and so I think it's so important that we remember who we're serving we're not serving man but we are being a servant to man for the purpose of serving the Lord and to glorify him and for his purposes in my reading uh, this past week in Ezekiel 14, verse 3, it says, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of it all by them? And then verse 6, Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent and turn yourselves from your idols and turn away your faces from all your abominations. End quote. You're probably like, why in the world are you reading that? What does that mean? Um, I think it is important to always remember anything can become an idol. Even the things maybe God has called us to do, if we're not doing it with a heart for Christ and for serving him, uh, it can become an idol in our own lives. Even if it's like, hey, you know, God called me to submit to my husband and to love him and be one flesh with him and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then he becomes an idol to me. And so now I have put him before the Lord, right? It's the same thing with other people. You know, if God has called me to serve others uh, for the purpose of of shining his light to them um, to bringing them into a right relationship with him he does that through me it's easy to also want their approval so we just have to really be careful and be in the word of God every day because God will remind us like hey you know where's your heart check your heart what's going on um, and he will shine the light in our heart and, and show us you know places that maybe are starting to be a struggle with us. If you're not in the word of God, you're just going to be like, I am awesome. Everything is fun. And really, you're going to read the word of God and he's going to be like, okay, keep keep your focus. You're kind of going outside the lines a little bit. You're, you know, your heart isn't as great as you think it might be. Uh, Galatians 1.10, for do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ, end quote. I think it's very important that even though we're called to be servants of others for the purpose of Christ, not just, you know, to do whatever they're calling us to do, but for the purpose to win them over, 
uh, to the Lord, we have to just make sure that we're not trying to live for man or to please them. The whole purpose of having relationships with others and loving them uh, the way that God loves them is to provoke them to love and good works and to be in a right relationship with the Lord. And it's not for my own pride and it's not for my own pats in the back or, you know, good job, Nicole. You're awesome. (laughs) I like you so much. Thanks for being around. You do everything great. You know, all these things that are like, you know, self-affirming. And again, self is the wrong thing here. Uh, We become very self-centered and now relationships are all about us. Or maybe the reason why we're in ministry is become about us, you know, for approval or for, you know, us to feel super righteous or whatever the case is. We have to check our heart to make sure, you know, what is the purpose that I'm doing this? And if this is the right thing to do, this is what God's called me to do. Am I doing it as an act of worship to the Lord? Am I doing it um, in a sacrificial way to the Lord? Or am I doing it in a way where I'm glorifying myself? And so therefore I'm taking the glory from the Lord. And now it's becoming a sin because now it's an idol. Now it's not an act of worship for the Lord. It's actually just about myself. And so again, I just wanted to bring that up because I think... Uh, With everything, there's two sides to the coin, and it's good to just remember when we do something, it's to the glory of God. When we do something, it's for the purpose that others can really see how worthy God is. It's not about how worthy we are. At the beginning, you know, Lucifer was made to lead all the angelic beings in worship, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) he took a left turn, right? In Isaiah 14, 12 through 14, it says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high, end quote. So he was basically, you know, doing the right thing by leading others in worship and then it became about him and then he's like "Eh, it's about me now and we might not be saying to the Lord hey I'm going to be God I'm going to ascend um, above the heights of the clouds I will be like the most high we might not be saying that with our mouth but sure be acting like it sometimes and so I think it's just important you're just sitting there right now and you just ask God like Lord can you just show me in my heart if there's anything that I'm doing that is, you know, not of you and it's not right in any any ways that I am prideful or any ways that I'm not glorifying you and I'm glorifying myself or I'm seeking to live for men or just whatever that is. God showed that to me and helped me to live for you and help me to just have the right heart when I do things uh, because it's just really easy to get caught up and all that kind of stuff. So Colossians 3.17, it says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So not in the name of yourself, not in the name of somebody else, pleasing them or pleasing yourself just for the glory of God, uh, for his purpose. All right, hopefully next week we'll have a, a testimony. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. <laughs>